Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. Welcome back to another quarantine episode of the show. I am delighted to have two very wonderful people and good friends of mine, Mercedes Fuentes and Justina Woods. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Hanging in. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I am, thank you so much for connecting with me over FaceTime to record my podcast. I know, Justina, we had talked about this in the past. I was like, yeah, I gotta get you on the podcast. Yeah, it feels like it's been a lifetime. (laughs) It was like pre-corona, like BC, before corona, and now we're in (laughs) AC times. Um, So tell us a little bit about who are you, Justina and Mercedes? What makes you special? And uh, just give my listeners just a little intro for yourselves. What makes us special? Um, So we are involved in roller derby. I played for, oh my God, like eight years and seven, eight years. And now I've moved into the coach role. Um, So I'm a coach for three different teams, which is a lot. Um, And obviously, thanks to COVID, we are on a break. Um, But it's been a welcome break from derby anyways. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and I've been uh, playing roller derby. I think this would have been my fifth year. Um, and I recently made our A-side nation squad, our traveling team. Dang. Which kind of sucks because we didn't get to play this season. But uh-huh. And then I coach as well, so I coach with, with just, you know. Yeah, we do have one team that we coach together. And then the other two teams that I coach, I'm her coach. <laughs> It's all wrapped up together, isn't it? It really is. And you two are, have been quarantined together. You live together yes. and you're in a relationship. Yep. How long have you been together? Um, about two and a half years. Did you meet in roller derby? Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Do you think that to... Um, so I'm fascinated with relationships. Uh, I, I'd like to have one one day. Um <laughs> But do you think it's it? Does it help to have like your partner be involved in the same activities and and engulfed in that? Is it does it help or does it hurt? Could you do it if the person was not involved in roller derby? Um, it does help. So I've been I was in a relationship prior to uh, this one with somebody who wasn't involved in roller derby, and while she was supportive, it was almost like she didn't understand that at the same time because it does completely take over your life because we practice three or four days a week and or um or there's always like a fundraiser or something happening where it literally like as soon as the season starts like we're done we're not going to see you until the end of October like that's kind of and we start in January so it kind of takes over like your entire year and so it's it's a lot easier when your partner's in it because when your partner's at those practices with you and like at like wanting to do those fundraisers and has, you know, kind of like the same group friend, like groups of, group of friends with you too. So, yeah, and it's like you have your own language too. I've yeah. heard you talk about derby and I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> Why are you always injured? Why are you beating me? <laughs> uh, so I wonder if it's it would be the same for comedy. Like, would it help to have a spouse or a partner who understood – or was in comedy, or is that too much? I don't know, but it's something yeah. I'm thinking about. Yeah. So we are doing kind of a new method of, of ha- enjoying wings on the podcast, and that is by you get your own wings. 
And you did. You said you just had them. Yes. Where did you get them from? So my favorite wing place is closed, thanks to COVID. What is it? Uh, well, I like to get them from the Vig. They have, um, God, some. It's like Thai something. It's like kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Thai uh-huh. chili hot or Thai chili. We've we've done yeah, the Vig wings on this. God, and they're so good. Um, but they were closed when I was doing research. I was like, well, I guess we're gonna have to go somewhere else. So we ended up just going to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, nice. which was pretty good. She got. Um, honey hot. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. And then I just went for the old medium buffalo. <laughs> the good old standby. <laughs> nice. Okay, this sounds good. You know, in the past, I used to talk crap about Buffalo Wild Wings, but in more recent episodes, like, they've come through. They've done some things, like, improvements that made me really, like, kind of like them again. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a good honey hot in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I had tried Honey Hot. I'd never tried it before, so I tried whatever is today. And I was like, that's actually... It's like, you regret not getting them now, huh? And I was like, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let me... Okay, let's break this down then. So we've got Honey Hot, and we've got kind of your, your basic mild or medium? Medium. Media. So, which is kind of the same wing, except one's got a little more punch to it. Yeah. Um, when you do the Honey Hot, do you eat them with ranch or blue cheese? I, I do eat them with ranch, but they're so good without ranch. Like, the flavor in the Honey Hot is just really, really good. <laughs> yeah. I've always been perplexed because it's, like, I feel like the the ranch or the blue cheese goes really good with, like, a medium, just a traditional buffalo. But when you've got that sweet in there, you're like, wait, I don't know how to pair this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so good. What did you enjoy? Did you enjoy yours with any sauce or with any um, ranch or blue cheese, Justina? Yeah, I had ranch. I can't not eat them without ranch because they do. It makes my mouth burn a little bit. Yeah. So it's a good like negotiator. Like, it's like let me cool you down a little bit. Did you call it the negotiator? <laughs> yeah. Ah, I like it. Ah, like it's, it's kind of like that in between of like your wings are hot and spicy, right? You're also temperature hot, and so when it cools it down, it just makes you feel a little bit more calm about eating your food. <laughs> Do your lips get really chapped after you eat yes. wings? Because <laughs> you also like you have they get it messy, right? Yeah. Like your whole face, so you like you're constantly wiping and and I'm like after immediately I wash wash my face, then I went straight to my chapstick. Exactly, you're looking for that chapstick. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, the other thing I I think I don't hate about Buffalo Wild Wings anymore is um you know they have a lot of flavors. I like the variety. Yeah, there was a lot. I've been doing Wingstop at my house lately, and um, they only have, like, a handful of flavors. Like, I really, I like a Honey Hot, and they don't have that. And I also really like a um, Salt and Vinegar is, like, one of my favorite flavors. Uh, uh, I've never tried that one. Yeah, Yeah, that might be next. It's good. (laughs) It might be next. (laughs) I want to buy it. I want to, you can buy it at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I, I should have done that. Um, fantastic. Do you ever make wings at home? No. I'm not that gifted of a cook. <laughs> who, who does the cooking in your household? Uh, it depends on what kind of food. It so really depends on Justina what Justina does more breakfasts, and then I do more lunch and dinner. Yeah. What's your favorite thing, Mercedes? Like, what's your best dish to cook if you're in a good mood and you want to, <laughs> and you want to, no, like, you know. <laughs> She really loves chicken tacos. Mm. Um, 
she's a big fan of chicken tacos. I also, I don't know, we make pasta, we make tacos, we'll do burgers every now and then. Um, you really like that chicken tomato? Yeah, I do a dish that has like chicken and then like some wine and veggies, like cut up bell peppers uh, with some tomato sauce in it. It's really, it's pretty good. Yeah. I just, I, I think I just love talking about food. <laughs> Um, but I've always been fascinated about what people make in their own homes. And like, sometimes I like yeah. to like, go, Oh, you know, it sparks an idea. Um, I have a, I got a ninja, ninja foodie for Christmas. Oh yeah. And it's like an instant pot and an air fryer. And I was reluctant to open it up. It took me two months because I already had an Instant Pot and an air fryer. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? Well, I gave away my air fryer. So I was like, okay, I'm using this. And it's a great device. Last night I made chicken teriyaki in it. Ooh. And I've always been afraid. I've always been nervous cooking chicken. Like it's, you know, it's not going to be cooked enough. Or then I overcook it. It cooked yeah. it beautifully. And it was juicy oh. and a little crispy on the outside. So I'm a fan. Um, fantastic. Do you do celery and carrots with your wings when you do wings? I don't. I don't like either one of them with my wings. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love celery and carrots with my wings. If she gets them, I always steal them from her. That's perfect. It's, it's another negotiator. It's like it evens it out. Yeah. It makes it like a little salad. Do you do, um, for each of you, what, uh, do you prefer the drummies or the flats? I prefer the drums. I don't really have a preference, so I end up with the flats. <laughs> so that's, okay, that's perfect. That's what it should be in a relationship. Like if one person is a drummy, one person is a flat, you're perfect. Yeah. Um, and definitely with that celery and carrots. Yeah. Um, how many wings could you eat if you're like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm I'm very hungry. This is all I'm eating. What would your number be, or what's your number? Gosh, I mean, I feel like I was just at that point of hunger when our wings came, and I. This is so embarrassing, but I think I only ate like five. I, I'm a thick girl, but I can't eat a whole lot at one time. Like I'll, I'm getting hungry again already, so I'll probably, I could probably eat more. But I just like I can't eat a whole bunch at one time. <laughs> same, Justina. Same, same. Thick, cool. I, thick yeah, like you look. I mean, I can eat, but it's like I get full really quickly, and then I'm like yeah. hungry again. Yeah, that's weird. It's those really super skinny people who just like scarf down lots of food. <laughs> You're like, dang, not fair. How much did you eat? I mean, you can. I, yeah, I <laughs> ate probably about eight of them. Um, okay. But I could probably put down all twelve. <laughs> you put one. down all twelve. So I love, I love it. So yeah. <laughs> do you clean your wings? Like, do you do you feel like you get everything off the bone, or are you a little picky with it? Like a little. She does. Oh yeah. She does. Okay. <laughs> she knows I don't. Stuff. I probably get rid of a little bit of the meat on just like. Because I'm like, oh, I'm done with this. Like, I'm not trying to make out with my wing. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to try the thing where you put the whole thing in your mouth and come back with an empty clean bone. But I'm not there yet. My stepsister's mom can do that. Like, she, like, there would be nothing on those wings afterwards. And I'd always be like, that seems a bit off. But you feel you, girl. <laughs> right. Like, I know we're in a recession and all, but... <laughs> Oh my gosh, last night I was watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and there was a food truck in Hawaii, and this guy is making stuffed chicken wings, and he took, and this, and his food looked so good, he pulled, he took the wing, pulled out the bone, and then stuffed it, the skin or whatever, 
with a mixture of like shrimp, ground pork, and spices and stuff, and then and then panko breaded it and fried it. Yep, just another reason to go to Hawaii, right? No, <laughs> my Hawaii trip got postponed to September, and I'm just crossing my fingers it happens now because yeah. we've been looking forward to that for a while. It's okay. Other people have it worse. I understand. <laughs> I know it's hard because, like, it's hard to be. You have to really remind yourself to be grateful right now, yeah. right? Because, like, everything's getting canceled, and I feel like we're just sitting around in our houses watching TV, and I'm like, it could be so much harder. But it's so, like, we have a concert that we're supposed to go to at the end of this month, and I'm, they haven't canceled it yet or postponed it or anything, and I'm like, are we going to be able to go? Are we going to want to go? Like, What concert is it? Uh, Maroon 5 and Megan Trainer. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I've already had three... Two, two or three other concerts already canceled for the year. So I'm yeah. kind of like, is this one going to, what's, what's Adam Levine going to do? Is he going to cancel it or not? Because <laughs> he's the one that would be safe. It's us that we would be putting ourselves in danger. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be socially distant, but not everybody else. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's when it starts getting real is when things start affecting you personally. Like, yeah. For me, some comedy has gotten pushed back, but nothing. And then the Hawaii trip was the first big one to be like, okay, we're not going. Yeah. And then I feel like there's going to be a weird second wave where everything yeah. gets rescheduled for the same weekend in September and, like, we can't do all the things we wanted to do. Yeah. It was but, her uh, birthday two weeks into quarantine, and I felt like I felt bad. I didn't. It's not like we can't, like, had a big party or anything planned. But we were going to go to her family, like typical things. And so we had to kind of settle for uh, doing a FaceTime with her family to like sing happy birthday. And luckily, for some reason, I bought cake mix the week before. So I was able to at least make her a birthday cake. But it, like it just felt really shitty to be like, oh, here's your quarantine birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, Welcome yeah. to your I was literally in your 30s and you don't get to do anything. <laughs> Um, I will say though, from the looks of it though, I feel like you guys have it really good because you've got each other yep. and you've been working. I know you've been working from home, Justina. Are you able to work from home, Mercedes? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the boys. Tell yeah. me about your little children. Well, let's also just preface that they're fur children, not actual I children. Know, so we have two dogs. You want to talk about little, little bubs? Uh, yeah, so we have um, two dogs. One is named Reed, and he's a five-year-old Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had him since he was eight weeks old. Um, yeah, so I've had him when he fit in, like, the, he was the size of my hand when I got him. Um, and he's he's from Portland. Yeah, I got him when I lived in Portland. Mm, so he's a hipster. And- <laughs> yes yeah for sure uh and then our other one he's his name's Theodore he's about two and a half years old um and we rescued him yeah about a about two years ago we got him when he was what 14, 14 weeks. weeks yeah and I remember when you guys got Theodore I mean he was such a a, a cool addition and I was oh, very yeah. jealous and he's 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 got the sweetest little face. And I know. It's very he's so cute. cute. What kind of dog is he? Like, he's like a little mix, but. He's a miniature schnauzer mix. Yeah. I don't know what he's mixed with, but he has the cutest underbite. Yep. <laughs> it kills me every time he looks at me because it just sticks out all the time. He can't close his mouth all the way, but it's just like the sweetest little, like, 
person it adds to his personality somehow and theodore is <laughs> such a cute name too theodore. and I, it was funny as i as soon as he was like plopped in my arms i was like he looks like a little old man he needs a little old man name and i was like theodore and then we never like went back to the like drawing board to like think of a different yeah. name just, it just stuck like the rest it, it just stuck that's perfect crazy. yeah mercedes are you petting a dog right now no. Are you petting <laughs> Because they're sleeping and they're so cute right now. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, wait, is there a dog over there? <laughs> um, they are right, right here, though. Yeah, the, you brought them on camera a minute ago, and they were just like, I'm not having this. Okay, they're so I'm, lazy. I'm not camera ready. So I know a big part of your lives is roller derby, and I was lucky enough to like get to learn a little bit more about roller derby just from being friends with you and like hearing about it and I went to my first bout last year (laughs) and it was fascinating like tell me a little bit about what roller derby means to both of you like it's because it seems like it's more than just a sport it seems like it's life (laughs) and then what's the deal with the nicknames oh nicknames (laughs) um so the nicknames, I don't know. I don't really know why we do it. It's just something that we do. I think it was just to kind of like be different than mainstream sports. Um, I mean, you get to pick your own, whatever you want. So I went with Riot Girl. I've actually had multiple names um, throughout my derby career, but I stuck with Riot Girl. Um, I stole it from like the 90s Riot Girl punk rock movement. Oh, yeah. Um, from like Bikini Kill and all that. Um but so for me, I joined roller derby. So I was in a very toxic relationship when roller derby found me, um, where I was kind of like, I just need a hobby and I need friends because my entire life was wrapped around this one person. And I was like, I gotta get out of this situation. And for some, like, I was three weeks into roller derby, and somehow it gave me enough confidence to be like, I'm leaving this situation and bettering my life after it. So it kind of sucked me in that way of like giving me that confidence and figuring out my self-worth because you have like as soon as you join roller derby you have like 80 more friends like instantly and people that will die for you purely because you are in roller derby like they may not know you but you could be like I play roller derby and they're like who do we need to kill on your behalf like it's very (laughs) (laughs) it's very uh community centric and I mean there's obviously people that don't don't drive well and their personalities don't always mesh but I feel like even those people if something happened to them I would still have their back at like to some extent right because they're a part of the community but it's it is definitely a lifestyle rather than just a sport which is I think appealing to a lot of people yeah what about you Mercedes what drew you to roller derby um so I mean I've always done sports like all throughout my life um and when I had moved out to Portland um I was working from home and there was really no way for me to meet anyone. So I, um, I found roller derby. Um, I don't know if it was, oh, actually it was a friend. I had a friend that had moved out there a couple years ago and she had a league. I joined a league out there and it got me started. Um, and then when I moved back to Arizona, um, I knew that I had to keep doing it. You know, I, I knew I needed to stay within that community because I loved it and I loved the sport. And so I found Arizona roller derby. And, um, yeah, I've been with them for about four years now, and uh, I love it. I mean, for me, it's it's a competitive sport that I get to play, you know, in my 30s. And I feel like unless it's, like, um, you know, a a 
big sport like you know the NBA or anything like that, like or the women's women's basketball. You know, it's it's hard to find something to do uh, to stay active and also be competitive at our age. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm naturally competitive when it comes to sports, so I found this this you know this the sport and I love it. Like I love roller derby. It challenges you all the for time, sure. and it's. Yeah a living metaphor for life right like how many times can you get knocked down and still get right back up and keep, um, because you're literally <laughs> around people at that point when you're playing that are trying to knock you over and you're trying to do the same thing and you have to get back up and keep going it's kind of invigorating and terrifying all at the same time you blew my mind <laughs> that's so true oh my gosh because yeah and from what I noticed it's not just a sport it's a community it's a culture yeah. um I mean, I met my best friend through roller derby, um, and she's, again, she's ride or die, like, I would do anything for her, so it's kind of crazy to, to realize, and, I mean, I lost a lot of friends when I joined derby, because they felt like I changed, and I was like, I mean, it, it just, it just takes over your life, and you don't even kind of realize it, you're like, oh, but I have to go to practice, I have to go to this fundraiser, and you're just, and people are like, they're just, but you're like, this is the change I wanted in my life, right, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Not, it's not the same thing, but I feel like there's a lot of similarities with comedy. And when I started doing comedy, cause I was like, I just want something of my own. Yeah. Uh, if only I had done roller derby instead, maybe I would have started working out. Uh, <laughs> that is the other thing. I joined roller derby. I did not know that I would be like in the gym trying to lift weights and like running for fun. <laughs> yeah because it hits on that too it's like you've got to condition yourself you've got to get strong yep. and uh you get yep. injured a lot you yep. guys <laughs> because it's a contact sport it is i mean we both have been very fortunate that we've been playing for as long as we've had and the injuries that we've had have been minor in comparison to some other people um because i mean i've just you know i think the worst thing i did was i tore my pcl um and that was probably, I mean, I've sprained things or pulled things or, you know, done things like that. But it's when I see people break legs, like I know one of uh, our captain of our all-star team, she broke, was it the same leg or both legs just back to back? So like she broke her leg, she came back, I want to say for like two weeks and then either broke the same leg again or broke the other leg. I can't remember exactly, no. but like, it just, I mean, she keeps coming back and like she's, she gets stronger every single time. She impresses me so much. But she, yeah, she, I mean, it just sucks you in and you're like, it's fine if you almost kill me multiple times or I have to go through surgeries and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'll just rehab and come right back. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Um, I see that some roller derby people um, like wear costumes or kind of have a theme with, with what they're doing. Do you guys have costumes or where do these, what are your favorite themes or costumes people wear? So when roller derby first came back um, into style, a lot of people would wear the tutus and that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's a decision everybody makes for themselves. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I I can't say that I haven't worn like the fishnets and things like that when I first started because I started in 2012 and that was still like the thing. And I think the higher up you go, the more competitive your team gets, the le- like the more that kind of goes away. Because um, it's not I, about that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a competitive sport. Yeah. It, so 
Um, like for me, like I've I've been, I've never worn fishnets. <laughs> she, oh. she joined after that was cool though. <laughs> I've never worn the fishnets or the tutu. Um, I've never worn a tutu. <laughs> like it's just it's a competitive sport for me. So yeah, so you need to be like in your best, you know, like like workout like getting shit done kind of out it makes me think of like olympic gymnasts you know they you see them trying to do cutesy things for the camera but they're like no i'm focused on doing this sure. triple axle flip bend yeah. over the you know it's like can't right. be wearing a tutu with that right yeah. <laughs> so the, the team that i was last on um was called skate riot project and our team um the team that you came and saw right so yeah. that that originally started as, like, this may- team of mayhem, and, like, it ended up into this, like, weird, like, we wore bright colors, and there was rainbows, and, like, all unicorns. this unicorns, and it was just really <laughs> not my style, <laughs> but at the same time, that was the, the team that I was on was the closest team that I had ever, like, close personality-wise and friendship-wise, it was, um, the team, like, that's where I met Sarah, who we also work with, um, is we were on the same team together, and obviously that's that's a little more Sarah's style. <laughs> but that's why as soon as I uh, had eventually was like, we gotta be a little bit more, and it didn't make any sense. Like the theme, it was just it was a it was crazy. But we changed it to being like black and a little bit more my style, and then um, that's when Mercedes joined the team, and uh, we eventually moved away from that and kind of people said we got more serious, but I think the team was always serious. We just decided to go for a, a color scheme, try to make it more, like, make more sense out of the team rather than yeah. just be, like, whatever we could find. Like, eh, this is this is Skate Riot Project, like, that kind of thing. Well, I, I imagine, and I can say this for myself, too, like, all of that fun and glitz and it's like those glitz pageants or whatever. No, that's what draws <laughs> me to it, where I'm like, wow, yeah. that looks cool. But it makes sense. Like, the more serious you probably, you are about roller derby and winning and, and competing, the probably less that stuff matters, like tutus yeah. and stuff. But I always imagine, though, I would wear a cape if I was uh, on the track. And my nickname, um, I think I've, I'd call myself Tempe Tantrum. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, I've, I've been holding on to that for a long time. Um, but then I would be a terrible skater, and I would cry if I got pushed down, and that would be kicked off immediately. So, yeah. <laughs> In it for the They'd wrong be reasons. like, Mary, we can't have you here. <laughs> Mary, you can bring us orange slices and root for us. Uh, I will say, though, that even at this level and playing as long as I have, um, I still cry. <laughs> There's some practices that you walk away because you just have like an expectation of yourself at this point, mm. right? And how you perform. And you walk away at the end of a practice and you're like, I, what the hell am I doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> and you just get real frustrated with yourself and cry. And I cry a lot. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. I cry when I get hit too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think one of our last practices, I got shouldered in the throat. Oh my gosh. That's right. Um, Ooh. Yeah. It, it hurt pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she just came off the track, like, gasping for air, and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and I, like, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't know anything medically, so, like, we have medics at practice. One of our other coaches, she's a medic, and she approached it, and I was like, you let me know if there's anything you need here, but I'm going to go this way, because I know I'm not going to be of any help except for, like, the emotional girlfriend that's like, are you okay? 
<laughs> okay, for a minute, I was about to say how nice to have your girlfriend there when if you get hurt and you're crying and they can be there for you and you can feel better. And then you just said, <laughs> no, yeah. you, you want to stay out of the way. You want to, you want to, I get it. <laughs> yeah. We have a discussion of like, what happens if one of us gets hurt at practice? And obviously it depends. Like if one of us were to like break our legs or something, please be there, be there yeah. for that. But like, it's, for the most part, like there's nothing that we could do to help each other. So yeah. We are just like, just let the medic do what they need and they'll let you know if we need you. So you have a best practice in place for that already? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I cry about every other day in the pandemic lately. Uh, Yeah. For no reason. So I found myself crying the other day and I was just like, why am I crying? Yeah. I just miss friends. I miss hugs. Yeah. I think that's big for me. I, you know, I'm by myself and, you know, some of my friends have come over, but I definitely don't have any human contact. Um, yeah. My, par- the- my parents came over yesterday and so it's like, I just want to hug my mom. Yeah. Uh, so that's rough. But it's fine. It's fine. Some people have way worse. My mom calls me all the time and she's like, I miss you. And she, I mean, she lives in Prescott, so it's kind of far. And I'm like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to drive two hours just so I can look at you through my car window and be like, I love you. And when I'm, it kind of feels the same when I FaceTime her, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's okay. I think, uh, I think we're, hopefully we're on the other end of it. Like we've kind of, it's weird that like January and February are usually like my least favorite months and it's like, it's May. Right. What? <laughs> Yeah, and now we're stuck in the house for two more weeks, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't even know when I'll go back to the office. Like, Same. But uh, am I mad about that? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I worry that I'm not going to be able to fit into my clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> to go back and I'm like, so can we change the dress code to stretchy pants just for a little bit? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, doing laundry is nice because everything's a fold and nothing has to be hung up. Yes. I don't have to wash any of my blazers. Like, yeah. it's so beautiful. <laughs> I, I have one blazer that, so so my uniform is, like, stretchy pants or shorts, because it's getting hotter, so no shorts, a black tank top, and if I'm on camera, I put on a blazer, and if I'm not, I put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's smart. Um, bras, forget it. Like, yeah, that's going to be a weird one. Yeah, I've just, I just live in sports bras. Like, I have to. I gotta wear one. You gotta have something. <laughs> um, I'm trying to give my hair and my skin a break too, a little bit. Yes, which sure. I have not used heat on my hair. Use what? I have not been using heat on my hair. Me too. Kind of let it chill for a minute. I kind of thought I could like have like bring back my natural curls, but they're they're weird. They're they're not quite there yet. So um, I bought a natural shampoo though, so that's kind of neat. Like I'm doing all sorts of stuff I never would have done. Yeah. So that's neat. Self-care time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, my gosh. Already. You know we've been talking for 30 minutes? No. <laughs> that's crazy. So let me ask you is this. What do you want? Let's say, you know, two weeks, we are done. This is fixed. Everybody lives happily ever after. What are your plans for the future? Like, what do you want in the next, let's say, one year to three years? In like the grand scheme of life, just what you, what do you want? Vision board it, both of you. Oh, vision board. Well, we want to buy a house. Yeah. Ah. Um, I mean, that's kind of been like the thing we've obsessed over in this quarantine. Is we constantly are on 
what is it, Zillow, is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, looking at houses and compare, like, kind of just figuring out what we would want. Um, and I, I mean, I, I'm excited to get back to roller derby and see my friends on a more regular basis. Yeah. And also traveling. We really want to travel, and we were going to do that this year, and it all got put on hold. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. so Very cool. Good. Mercedes, is that the same for you? Well, for me, it's family. Like, um, I mean, I have a, I have a lot of younger nieces and nephews. Um, I have a, she's going to be two next month, a two-year-old niece, and then my sister-in-law is pregnant, and she's going to be, she's expected in July, so um, I'm just excited to see them. Like, these virtual conversations with them are definitely not the same. And then not only that, but, like, I get nervous that if this continues, what if I, like, we might not even get to meet the baby when the baby comes. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just miss my family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're making me cry right now. Much more family-minded than I am. I'm like, I want to see my friends. <laughs> well, I think that, like, different things have really bubbled up that I didn't think that, I was yeah. as into, you know, and, and so like even just these simple connections like mean so much now. So there are these strange, unexpected, positive outcomes yeah, of, of sure. this pandemic. So <laughs> the, the earth is healing itself. We're the virus. <laughs> you know, I love that. Meme. <laughs> Have you had what? So acknowledging that, you know, it's a serious and terrible thing. But has there any been any like positive outcomes for you or? What's been the best part of a pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go, you know? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But having a break from... I guess, yeah. yeah. I think, I guess for me, it's, it's as much as I love roller derby, um, I think it's giving my body a break. Yeah. A break that it, it kind of needs. Um, especially because when we started the season in the beginning of the year, like, we, I really pushed myself hard um, to try and, you know, reach a new goal for me. And so like, this is kind of giving my body a a chance to rest a little bit. So yeah, that is a good thing. It's been nice for me for that. I think for me, it's been really surprising. Um, the opportunity that I've had to get closer to my father. Um, so we talk to each other probably every other day, if not every day. Um, and his, and with him, his wife and like, that is not something that we really had a lot of time for before. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's, we make it a point to talk a lot. And I think that that is wonderful because we haven't always been that close. And so the, the quarantine is kind of giving us that opportunity to get a little bit closer and like build a better relationship with each other. So I think that was not something I anticipated at all. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exciting. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Mercedes and Justina, thank you so much for for spending this time with me. And I'm really excited to release an episode about you both and roller derby and all the cool stuff you've been up to. Can we can I just plug our league real fast? So everybody Absolutely. What do you want to plug? Plug it. Um, I mean, so we obviously a lot of our season has been canceled at this point, but um, we have a website, ArizonaRollerDerby.com. If anybody wants to check us out, see maybe what we're doing in 2021. Um, There's also a link on our on our website where you can make donations to help our league out. Um, we're trying to pay the rent uh, to keep our home uh, during this time, so yeah. any donations would be great as well to help us out. So. And that's ArizonaRollerDerby.com. 
Yes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That is so good. And, you know, once it kicks back up again, bouts are super fun to go to. And I need more candles. Oh, did you know that that company went out of business? Gold Candle? Gold Canyon? Gold Canyon went out of business. Yeah, because we were supposed to do another fundraiser with them. Oh, that's how I was getting good <laughs> candles. I know. I was, I literally, when she told me, I was like, Mary's going to be so pissed. <laughs> I've, I was never even into candles until I moved into this smaller place. And now smell is really important to me. Because if yeah. I cook, it smells. If I, you know, whatever. So, so like I've been, I'm almost done with the ones I bought last time. So I go to Yankee Candle. Okay. Um, but I buy one of those like tart warmers, like the where you can get like little wax melts. Yeah. Those are my jam. I'm mildly <laughs> obsessed with them. <laughs> I've been getting some Target candles right now, but uh... <laughs> the Target ones are pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. You guys, thank thank you you for tuning in to Wings with Friends. We'll see you next time with another fantastic quarantine episode. Bye-bye.